Welcome to the Pilgrim's Odyssey, your guide to life's wild ride. I'm your host, Silwan Green. Every day we share incredible stories and valuable lessons on life and faith. Thanks for tuning in and make sure to share this odyssey with your friends and neighbors so all of us together can let our light shine. Welcome friends to another episode of the Pilgrim's Odyssey. It's a little strange today talking, I just noticed this. I've had wax in my left ear for two weeks since my wife and I went to the beach and water got in it and I didn't know what was clogging it up. Went to the good VA this morning and it was 100% blocked with earwax and it was gross. She showed me what it looked like when they flushed it out and it was mixed with sand and earwax and just gross brown and black stuff. But man, I can hear. Everything's 3D. Maybe my delivery will change today. We will see. But it's a beautiful Friday day, and your host, Silouan, can hear. Now, over this week, we have been talking about building relationships and community in order to live in the spirit, the opposite of living in the world. I've mentioned a few times Martin Buber's book, I and Thou, Now, any of y'all listening that maybe get a wild hair to go find yourself a copy of Martin Buber's I Am Thou, I warn you, it is not easy reading. Your host just spent many hours going through that book, figuring out how I was going to present it to you. Originally written in German in a very, very academic way, it can be a slog, but it is a slog that is worth it. I want to give you a little nugget that we're going to kind of talk about today from I Am Thou. When you consecrate life, you encounter the living God. When you consecrate life. Now, what does he mean by that? See, we spend a lot of time searching for things. And we make the things we search for objects. They're things we want to possess. They're things we want to get to. I want to go to the beach. I want to go visit that church. I want to read that book. And you might not realize it, but in doing so, they become objects. And we tend to sometimes see life in a way that if I only had that, everything would be okay. And we do it in all areas of our life. We do it with our health, spiritually, all sorts of things. But when that happens, we don't enter relationship with those things. There are always things we want to possess. See, to consecrate life means you consecrate everything. It's not really reaching for things. It's looking at what's around you and realizing all of it is life. All of it is from God. It's consecrating your evening meal. It's consecrating cleaning the house. It's consecrating conversations you have with your kids. It's being in the moment. It's looking around and realizing if all life is from God, I am surrounded by God, and every moment is an opportunity to be in that relationship, to consecrate How does Buber talk about this? He says, creation happens to us, burns in us, changes us. We tremble and swoon. We submit. Creation, we participate in it. We encounter the creator. Go out in your yard. Take your shoes off. Walk in the grass barefooted. Take a chair outside and just watch the sky turn. Ponder it. Think about it. Remind yourself that 
There is no greater miracle than that. Not Disney World. Not some beach in the Bahamas. Not a fast sports car. Not a new set of clothes or golf clubs or all the things we want to possess, all the its we want to go after. The most remarkable thing in life is right in front of you. You consecrate it when you remember that, and then it consecrates you. It's a relationship. He goes on. What has to be given up is not the I, but that false drive for self-affirmation, which impels man to flee from the unreliable, unsolid, unlasting, unpredictable, dangerous world of relation into the having of things. See, one reason that we want to have things is we think they're predictable. We think they're solid. We think we know what we're going to get. If I get that car, I'm happy. If I go to that beach, I'll be happy. If I date that girl, I'll be happy. We want to make things it so they are reliable, but they're not. It's the opposite of that. See, relationship and communion, there's a mystery to it. This goes back to what I was talking about, Elon Musk and the computer chips in the brains. We want to make things sure, but that's not life. That's not communion. That's not relationship. It's the opposite of that. And you don't have to give yourself up. You know, in some ways, when you go for the sure thing, you give up your identity. You know, think of a computer chip in a brain, and then all of a sudden those thoughts are coming from zeros and ones. Is that us or is that something else? And one sure way of communion that Buber talks about is that when you're in communion, when you're consecrating something and it's consecrating you, you still have your identity, but it's your identity on steroids. See, when, when your feet are in the grass and you're staring up at the sky and you feel like you're participating in creation, in many ways, you're never more of an individual because you're able to see yourself for what you are. It is not hidden in the fog of things. But when you strip those things away, all of a sudden there's a real you. And that's how you know if a relationship is pure. Whether it's a relationship with your spouse, whether it's a relationship with God, whatever your relationship is with. If you still feel a sense of identity and I, as well of being in this relationship and everything is together, that's good, that's pure. But the second you feel like who you are is being stripped, that who you are is less than what you can be, that is a warning sign, an immediate warning sign to you something is wrong. That you are letting the it define who you are. You are not letting the it consecrate you and be consecrated by you. Well, the Bible knows this too. It's not just Martin Buber. Let me read to you from Romans 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Now think about what it says there. First of all, we have to offer ourselves up. We have to enter into the creation. That's what I mean by walking in the grass, staring at the sky. In a sense, that's a sacrifice. You're offering yourself up. And then what happens when you're willing to accept whatever God has given you? What happens? You begin to get away from the world. Instead of being molded and shaped and prodded on by what's happening in the news, what the world has taught you, what do you start to be transformed by? God. And what does it do? It renews your mind. 
And what's the result of the renewing of your mind? You begin to understand God's will for you. God has a will for you. God has a purpose for you, and it's different from the next person. And that is our true identity. That is our true I. And you can have faith that it is good and that it is pleasing and that it is perfect. But what does it require? What does it require? What's interesting is the next thing that Martin Buber talks about is magic and sacrifice and prayer. And that in some ways, when people go looking for the it, they're looking for magic. They're looking for that thing that's just magically going to change their lives and make everything better. The magic pill, the magic car, the magic house, the magic beach, the magic surgery. And it's all going to be better. And it's things we want to possess and that we want to buy and that we want to make our own. And then the result of those are we just get further and further away from who we were meant to be. We get further away from God's will. We get further away from our true identity and we forget who we are. You see that in the world today. It's a bunch of lost people that don't know who they are and then they just give themselves up to the the orb of stuff. But what's the opposite of that? It's sacrifice and prayer. That in our sacrifice and in our prayer, we are able to approach God humbly. We are able to approach God as we are and we're able to discover not just who we are but who we're meant to be. And we're able to enter a relationship with the person who created us. So if you're interested in knowing fully who you are supposed to be and who you are, and having a relationship with God, of understanding what it means to sacrifice and to pray and what that leads to, if you're sick of the magic you've been chasing your whole life, things, identities, if, I'm only, if I only lived there, if I only had that, I'd be okay. See, that's magical thinking. But if you're interested in something deeper, make sure you listen next week. Because next week, the whole week, is going to be a week of sacrifice and prayer. I'll tell you some amazing stories based on sacrifice and prayer. I'm going to direct you towards some books you can read. We'll even talk a little bit more from Martin Buber because that is life. But I know what it's like where you live. But here in Indiana, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. And I'm going to get out. I'm going to experience creation. I'm going to go outside. I'm going to walk in the grass. I'm going to watch the clouds float by. I'm going to feel the temperature change. And I know that not only am I going to feel more me and alive, I am going to be better able to be in relationship and communion with my wife, with my kids, with my God, with my friends, because that is how we were created to be. Why don't you do the same? Why don't you do the same? It's a long weekend experience. That's where real magic is. So until next week, we will talk about sacrifice and prayer. I'm your host, Siloan. It's awesome to be with you. Enjoy the day. Aim high. Spread your wings. And make sure you keep your eyes on the things that matter. As always, it's a great way to live. Peace. You've been listening to the Pilgrim's Odyssey. Make sure you comment, share, and like this podcast so all of us together can let our light shine. For books, videos, and more content from me, your host, 
please visit Silouan.com. That is Silouan, S-I-L-O-U-A-N.com. Until your next visit on the Pilgrim's Odyssey, I'm your guide on life's wild ride, Silouan Green.